This is Caregiver's Compass, an uplifting podcast all about the ins and outs of caregiving for a loved one. Tips, tricks, true stories, and experts. It's all here on Caregiver's Compass. Hello and welcome to another episode of Caregiver's Compass. My name is Stephanie Muscat. I am a registered social worker and psychotherapist. Please note this episode is not the act of psychotherapy. Today, I wanted to talk about something that I think we've all experienced, and that is having someone in our lives who tends to over and over again, reach out to us with what feels like a trivial complaint or something that does not serve us when we are dealing with what seems like an enormous magnitude of stress and issues. And this may take form in a text or a call ongoing about something that you feel is much less than what you are managing. So it might go something like this. Let's say you are managing your own life. You're dealing with your own daily caregiving difficulties and stressors, and you get ongoing regular texts from a friend complaining about something like, oh my God, I just went into the store. I got a shirt. It doesn't come in black. And now my entire day is ruined. So you might look at something like this, just an example, and think to yourself, wow, okay, well, I can't relate to that in any way, shape, or form. I'm dealing with a lot of other things, and I don't understand. And you get the point here. This is not something meaningful to you, and frankly, it can really set you off because you're dealing with so many things of your own. And furthermore, you can't really understand why a friend or a family member that knows what you're going through, why they would reach out to you and say something like that. I've even heard and personally experienced myself situations where people who are very well-meaning, I have to add that they don't mean this, but if you are, let's say, caring for a spouse and All you want is to have your spouse back and for them to be quote unquote normal and the way that they were when you first met them. And you get a message from somebody complaining about their spouse and how they went out for dinner with their spouse and they went to a movie and then they had a fight on the way out of the movie about something small. And now they're all upset and angry That's not really something that you want to hear it. You know, sometimes people don't realize that they're reaching out to us and telling us about things that truly impact us when all we want is to have that person back. And you might be thinking, well, I wish I could go to a movie and I wish I could go for dinner with my spouse, but my spouse doesn't even know who I am or my spouse can't even get out of bed. So sometimes we'll get things like that too. And we can't really understand why these are directed to us. And I think the first thing to note is that these are always, or for the most part, well-meaning. They're well-intentioned. I don't think that people are purposely coming at us and saying, hey, 
you know, I'm, I'm upset at this and, oh, well, you have your own issues with your spouse, but I'm going to rub it in your face that I went for dinner. I don't think that that is people's intention unless, you know, there's something else going on, but for the most part, people just don't realize, or they may not see anyone else in their life as someone to go to with these concerns. So they come to you and you'd kind of think, well, look at your audience here. I mean, why are you bringing this to me? Like, this doesn't make sense. I'm dealing with my own stuff. And it just kind of goes on from there. So how do you manage this? Because this is adding a lot of toxicity and negative energy into your day. It probably provokes a lot of anger and a lot of emotions that you don't really need. And the tempting thing would be to just ignore it and ignore the person entirely But then that's going to cause other concerns because if we don't communicate, then the other person is just going to think that, well, they're ignoring me. They're a terrible person. Where did they go? And I am a very big believer in communication and there's, there's good ways to do it and there's bad ways to do it. You don't want to demean the other person and you don't want to dismiss their feelings and say what you're feeling doesn't matter because I'm going through this but it's not serving you. You're hearing it over and over again. It can be truly frustrating. So I would really recommend speaking to the person directly. This is done best not in text format, but if it's happening over and over again, you might want to give them a call and just say, hi, you know, I I really know that this was really difficult for you. And I know you don't mean this, but just so you know, I'm struggling with this on a daily basis. And I, it's just not helping me to see things like that. And I'm always here for you, or I support you. And I want to hear about your life. And it's okay to tell me about these things here and there, but please, I I cannot hear this all the time because I miss my loved one or just tell them what you're experiencing. I find a lot of the time people don't realize, even though they know what you're doing, they really don't realize what it's like. You know, people think, oh, I'm caring for somebody at home, but they don't, they don't know what that is unless they've been through it themselves. I had a conversation with somebody yesterday and they were very upset because they care for their child at home who is very high needs and who needs them almost a hundred percent of the time. And they get told by other people whose perceptions are, well, you're sitting at home with your child who, you know, they might be special needs, but you have all the time in the world. You're probably relaxing and reading books and not doing anything. And, oh, can you take some time out of the day where you don't do anything to cook us a meal? Or can you take some time to babysit my son? This is actual conversation that they are having with this person. And it's very frustrating to them, but they always just have to communicate and say, listen, I don't, I don't have that time, even though I'm at home and you might think that I'm not doing anything. I'm actually spending a hundred percent of my time being a caregiver for my son. So We have to communicate because people might not know what we're doing. And even if they know what we're doing, they might not know what they're saying is impacting us. So 
I always recommend communicating. Now, they may have some strong feelings about this and say, you know, I didn't mean it, but this is my life and I need to share it with you because you're my friend. And that's fair. But again, it's it's a balance, right? You may not be in a place at the time to hear those types of things and they should understand that. And you have to do this for yourself because it's just not serving you. And you may even find this coming up if you're going for a coffee with someone or on a walk with someone. And then you can just say then, you know what? I'm really sorry. I just, I'm not in the headspace to manage things like that because all I wish is for myself to be able to be with my loved one in a normal capacity. So hopefully they understand that. If they don't, I would say you've communicated and you might have to pull away a little bit. Now, whatever that looks like for you, it's it's really up to you. But at this point, I feel this person is toxic and you need to maintain and set some boundaries there. So you'll have to figure out what that looks like, whether you can mute their messages. I think there are ways to do that on your device if it is bringing you down and they're doing it often. Again, usually if you stop engaging right away or over time, people will get the point. And hopefully once you've communicated initially with them and then you stop engaging with them immediately, they get the point that, okay, maybe I should not say this ongoing. Maybe this is not helpful for the person. But the first step is always communicating to the person and then maintaining and setting boundaries. And if it keeps happening, keeping up that communication and not taking it personally, we have to understand here that, again, it's impossible for other people to put themselves in our shoes unless they've been there already. So we have to try and be understanding as frustrating and as difficult as it can be. Others just do not realize it. And the truth is that people get really consumed with things in their own lives and they are going through their own things. And so they don't really see how what is going on with us is impacting them and how their reactions to us are impacting us. So that is what I would suggest in this case. And I hope that this was helpful. If you have concerns or confusion about how to communicate in certain circumstances, or it feels awkward, or you don't want to upset and offend people, that makes complete sense. I get that. You can always reach out on our community pages and people I'm sure will support you or reach out to me on our Instagram page or send me an email and I can try and lead you in the right direction here because this is something that you probably are dealing with ongoing maybe with different people and it's confusing and it's uh, impossible to understand why this is happening, but it is. And so all you can do is try and navigate the situation. I just wanted to give a personal experience in this respect, because I think it's helpful to highlight just what this can look like. And this was with a friend and it was During the pandemic, when I was alone at home with my kids without any external support whatsoever, and I did have a number of friends who had family help, and that's just not something that we had accessible to us here for many different reasons, and it was very hard to be isolated alone with two little children for four months, 
And I understandably would get messages from friends saying, you know, this is so difficult. And I, I got it. I understood that. But there was one person in particular who would message me almost daily and they had several means of support and they would reach out to me almost daily and complain about the help they were getting, whether it's, you know, my mother-in-law is driving me crazy. She's here helping me with the kids, but she's driving me crazy or complaining about the external help that they had hired from a nanny agency at the time and complaining about the agency and the nanny. And I didn't get it because I was going through very hard things alone. And I was trying to be thankful for the time I was getting with my kids. And I was trying to remain grateful and thankful for everything that I had with them. But it was hard getting these text messages every single day from someone complaining about the help that they were getting. And this person wasn't even really involved with their children at the time of all of this and quarantining. They were able to, you know, do what they wanted throughout the day. They were telling me that they were watching shows and, and all these things. So I didn't understand what was going on. And I, I did have to communicate with that person and say, listen, I know you're going through a hard time. I hate this. And I hate to say this, but right now I cannot engage in these conversations because honestly, seeing that you are having all this help is, is great. And it makes me happy, but then having to talk to you about complaining about the help every single day. And this was going on for weeks before I said this, I just, I can't do it because I don't have that support right now. And and it's, it's really hard for me to relate. And so I'm going to have to ask that we just don't have that conversation and please refer to someone else at this time to talk about that. And I'm really sorry that I can't be here for you in that capacity, but I want to be here for you in other ways. And I don't know if they understood, but I did communicate that they did stop sending me those messages. And that was what I had to do for me. And I I did feel very badly because I wanted to support that person, but I had tried. It wasn't a one-time thing. Obviously, if it was a one-time thing or even twice, I wouldn't care. I want to support my friends, but it was multiple, multiple times. And it just, it, it did not sit well with me. So I had to go there and I had to say that and it stopped. And, um, you know, I don't know if they got angry with me, they may have, but at the time I had to do it, it wasn't serving me and I was going through my own struggles. So that's my own personal example with this. And I hope you found that helpful and relatable, and I will see you on the next episode. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to Caregiver's Compass. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review. Your ratings and reviews help more people like you find our podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and share this episode with someone you think would love it. I'm Stephanie Muscat. Have an uplifting day and I'll see you next time.